0: well welcome
1: this is wnzn radio coming to you from lorraine ohio once again very happy that you're tuned in to hear the program and uh, david it's a beautiful day outside great it? to be here with you john it is a beautiful day beautiful day Praise in the neighborhood yeah. as they say and uh, really grateful for wnzn this platform this radio station we're able to come on every week and talk about different individuals, different ministries, or we're talking about the Bible or apologetics. And I think we have another uh, very interesting show today. And, David, I know you're familiar with this ministry and this yes. organization that is really global. This is this is not just local in any sense of the word. This, this organization, this mission group, is literally around the world and what they're doing. And uh, I had the opportunity, as you know, to go to their conference down in Amelia Island in Florida, but I also saw some of their work that was not far from the work Mm -hmm. I was uh, associated with for years in in northwest Thailand. Right. And uh, I visited those churches this year, yeah, early January, February. And so, we just want to get into this a little bit, and the name of this organization is ICM, which Mm -hmm. stands for International Cooperating Ministries. And what they do, we're going to share a little about is they go into countries where believers, Christians, are assembling together. They have a pastor. Maybe there's 40, 50, 60 baptized believers, but they don't have a building. They might be gathered in a classroom of a school. They might be under a tree, you know, the shade of a tree, or in a shed or behind somebody's noodle shop or motorcycle repair shop just meeting or in somebody's front room. And this group comes in, we'll talk about how it started, and they are able to provide the funding uh, to put up an actual structure. Now once the structure is up, it's more than just congregation place for the believers to come together on a Sunday, it's often used throughout the week for children's classes, for women might have a micro-loan thing yeah. you know, where they're doing mm-hmm. sewing and they can market some of these skills, in a, right. we're talking underprivileged areas around the world. <clears throat> um, they might have literacy classes, so the building is going to be used as well as a church for preaching, for assembly yeah. together, for weddings, etc. And, and even a hospital—they're using it
2: for a hospital too, for a clinic. For, yeah, you for, know, right
1: during the week. Uh-huh. So we're going to get into this, and I want to just give you a little background. Then I want to—you'll hear from the founder. We have David has a real interesting clip, but the way this started is like really interesting. It starts with a businessman. <laughs> uh way back in the early 1980s. And his name is, um, uh, his, his name is Rosser. Last name is R-O-S-S-E-R. doyce is his first name. And he's a very successful, um, businessman, mm-hmm. uh, commercial property and yeah. cars and all of these kinds of w- very successful. He's a believer. He's a Christian, uh, down South. Okay. And, um, he travels the world. He's going around the world, and he's looking at like on a missions trip to India, and this is back in the '80s, early 1980s. And he sees where these Christians are gathered together, but it's not, they're like they don't have a, a church, they don't have a building. And he right. says, "What is going on here?" And they tell <clears throat> him that the, well, they don't have the wherewithal. They can just come together and they pray and you know have the Lord's supper. But he says, "Well, how much would it cost to build them a building?" And that now this is in the early 1980s. And I think the number they came up with like $6,000, okay? And he says, I can do that, no problem. And he builds, but then he's he gets a global vision. And he says, we could do this around the world where Christians are gathering together, but they just don't have the funds yet to have their own building. And that would be the start of, like I said, what would be called International Cooperating Ministries and so the rest is history as they say now we're what nearly 40 years later yeah and the impact that this has had on uh, uh poor people rather poor people not all our abject poverty but a lot of these people just don't have the wherewithal and it is amazing and uh, i'll get into it but i was able to see uh the way i got involved and david you're familiar mm-hmm. is that a, several years ago before COVID, a group came in And they, um, unbeknownst to my wife, Maria and I, they, they raised a hundred thousand dollars and you need about approximately 10,000 to build a church, let's say in Thailand, Mm -hmm. up in the mountains Mm -hmm. of Thailand. And they did that. And over COVID, the believers, the Christians over there, they put in with sweat equity. They put in, they dug up the ground, they smoothed it out. They put in the footers, all of this stuff. And then little by little the money was released to them where they could get the material, the electrical. And when we went over there this past January and February, it was amazing to see these churches are being are built. They're finished and they have a local pastor. It's not run by a missionary, it's a local pastor, and all of these Christian believers are coming together. And then we saw it. I mean we were so it's not just me looking at a pamphlet or looking at a brochure we were there this is real oh yeah and so now as i become more and more familiar with this ministry mm-hmm. it's around the world yes this thing is, is, is they're in
2: 130 countries i think i think they're from, 130 from what, countries uh, the founder's daughter said who's the president and uh uh ceo
1: yeah janice allen yeah. Mm-hmm. is the is now the successor so to speak and she is the uh director Yes. and the representative uh, head, if you will, the, right. of, the, of the organization. Mm-hmm. Very gracious woman, very well-traveled, articulate, strong Christian woman. For example, I'm looking at some of their older literature, and they had a plan by the end of 2020 to have 10,000 churches. That And that when they these churches are coming together, they prayerfully say, we want to start another church within three years, yeah. a sister church. So they, they come into the whole thing with the idea... A healthy church is a reproducing church. That, you know, make disciples and then plant another church somewhere. And And, uh, today they have over, well, back then, this is 2020, mm -hmm. their goal was 100,000 Bible study groups and one million disciples. Mm -hmm. They far exceeded those goals.
2: And uh, they're looking, ICM is striving to cultivate 25 million disciples for Christ by 2025. How many again? 25 million.
1: 25 million. Does it put the number of churches?
2: Yeah, it doesn't.
1: Well, the the last
2: video I saw, they had over 12,000 churches globally, but that grows exponentially
1: every year. So it's just uh, this rapid growth. And, you know, as Christians, if you're listening, you know, before Jesus, uh, he's risen from the dead, he's going to ascend to heaven, and he mm-hmm. gives these marching orders in Matthew 28 to his followers, Matthew 28. Mm-hmm. Go make disciples of all nations, yeah. baptize him in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching him everything I commanded you, and lo, I'm with you to the end of the age. So there he says, go. See, oftentimes we don't go. Now, a lot of us can't go physically to another country but we can go through, number one, information. Well, what's yes. going on in uh, Africa or what's going on in Indonesia? Uh, we can pray for the lost people there, but we can yeah. also support these ministries that are reaching mm-hmm. uh, these places where they just don't have what we have here, let's say, in America. And that's this op- this opportunity they provide here.
2: Yeah. And I have a little part of their mission statement, if I may, John, mm-hmm. if I could read it. Um some may have heard the Gospel and given their lives to Christ, but they have no place to worship and no way to understand the Bible. Without tools to grow their faith, new Christians become discouraged and may fall away, never reaching their community with the good news of Jesus Christ. Our Christian nonprofit organization is committed to solving this problem by equipping believers around the world to establish healthy churches. That's good. That's a good that, summary. That's uh, a nice mission do. statement yeah.
1: And you know that, that I just what I quoted out of Matthew 28 is the great commission. Yep. But before that, when they asked Jesus what's the greatest commandment, he would say to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. But then he says, then love your neighbor as yourself. yourself yeah. Well, if you truly love your neighbor, you want to take them mm-hmm. the good news of the gospel Absolutely. so it ties in the great commandment love your neighbor mm-hmm. ties in with the great commission go make disciples of all nations and so that's why yeah. this is the Amen. perfect blending oh yeah here with this organization called icm and um well you just got back from your trip but should we
2: play the video uh just kind of the background from their um, the founder's daughter Um, president and CEO uh, CEO, and then talk about your trip and what you saw. Janice Allen is the one you're going to hear on this little clip. Yes.
1: And she is the director now and has a real heart to reach the world and um, we'll get into the conference and some of the things I saw there and people I talked to there. So why don't you just tune that up and just listen in and catch the passion and the vision as she shares this. Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, here we go.
0: We are moving into communities where there was no hope where there was despair, where there was a narrative that would be perpetuated of darkness and hopelessness. We look for whatever resources are needed to have a healthy church within walking distance of every man, woman, and child around the world. ICM is the global church developer. So ICM has had a presence in over 100 nations and we are so excited to see what God has done with having over two million people that are using ICM's Bible study curriculum. My father, Dois Rosser, was a businessman in the Hampton Roads area in Virginia and every step of the way God was teaching him something new and something fresh about how we can more effectively evangelize the world the integration of providing um, the resources in a building and providing the resources in discipleship material. When those two things come together, it was magical. The churches are not ICM churches. You know, the church belongs to that local congregation. And so they have to provide the land it gives them a sense of ownership. And then the covenant agreement with each congregation is that they will plant five daughter congregations within three years after their construction is finished. And even if ICM disappeared tomorrow, that that model of replication would remain. We have literally sent tens of thousands of devices around the world. The devices hold not only our Bible curriculum, our Bible study material, but we can partner with other ministries and on these devices we can add in the Jesus film. We can add in the entire audio Bible. We can selectively choose. Uh, children's resource materials and resources to train the pastors. We're also using micro SD cards, we're creating hotspot technology. The scale and the scope for the ministry in terms of distributing content is absolutely exploding for ICM.
2: my
1: Savior is everything to me. He is more than anything in this world. I'm ready to save him. I said to Jesus, if we want to use me, Jesus, then use me now.
0: Many, many times we will see the local congregation use the building or reaching out and, and meeting the needs in their community for, for medical care or for feeding or for um, distribution of things that will benefit families that are going through crisis. And over and over again, we see the buildings being used um, by the church so the church can be the church to the surrounding community. I think what makes me excited is what we do not yet know. Over the years, we have seen God always bringing a new revelation of what He is doing in the world and showing us the new thing that He has for ICM and the new way that He is going to be using the ministry, but I'll never forget what my dad used to to say repeatedly, that Jesus is saying the same thing to his followers today that he said to that motley crew when he said, go and tell them who I am. Just go and tell them who I am.
1: Wow, that was a great uh, kind of an overview from Janice Allen, who is the successor to her father who really had the vision and started ICM, you know, somewhat almost 40 years ago. Right. you can get a real sense of the passion, you know, David, how she really wants to reach the world with the good news of Jesus Christ. And these are opportunities in our day and age of global scope. See, that's in a lot of ways, that's what we need in the church, uh, is that we don't just look at ourselves, but as Jesus says to the apostles in John chapter 4, lift up your eyes and look on the fields. Yeah. They're wet in the house. Sometimes we have to lift up our lift up our eyes and look at a bigger
0: yeah. Vision, you know, your yes.
1: harvest out there. These are people that want the gospel yeah. and uh, they're hurting. You know, they don't have the facilities, they don't have the teaching that we have here. Uh, we're blessed people in America anyway, you cut the cut it. Uh, so, this, this organization really offers an opportunity. And, you know, I've some way, capacity for the past 40 years, I've been involved in missions, either serving yes. in the mission field or directorship or teaching. Yeah. Still do. But uh, this this particular organization and the vision they have, Dave, is like really interesting because it's big. This is big. And I think we're at a time and age where God has provided us with tools we never had before. Absolutely. You know, I mean, even yeah. think of the jet airplane. I mean, no, no old kidding. missionaries 100 yeah. years ago, they were going by slowboat to China. Uh, think of social media. Uh, you know, they use little SIM cards to in yeah. countries that are often close to the gospel. Right. Um, satellites. So there's a lot of good things going on today, and I think we want to be part of this because what else is there, you know, than to, 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 once you accept Jesus Christ? right?
2: Create disciples.
1: Create go and disciples. create disciples. You know, the first two letters of the gospel is G-O, It's go. It's a go gospel, as my
2: friend used to say. Well, that's interesting you say that. And you know, I wrote down... I watched a lot of these videos uh, before the show with um, Janice. And ICM was founded in 1986 by her dad, uh, Dose Rosser Jr., after hearing the incredible Bible teaching of Virginia pastor Dick Woodward. Uh-huh. And then Rosser said one of his famous quotes all the time, to your point, is God doesn't move a parked car. Yeah, right. So you really do have to move. and. And you can just see the blessings that he gives. You know, John, how many miracles did we see in the Bible where Jesus has the people or the group participate in the miracle? Yeah. It's the same thing. We, you can't just sit back and do nothing. I mean, you know, again, before I used to think that my um, my effort was only to go to church one hour a week, and that was it. Mm-hmm. There is so much once you become a Christian, even, even the life you have had, for 40 years as a missionary you have to go out and do good things in His name but as as she said you know it's just telling people about Jesus and it's amazing how the Holy Spirit can come into their lives you don't know when but once you set that seed amazing things have happened we've seen it and that's why when you can combine those kind of teachings with a physical facility where they can learn come back feel cared for That's also showing God's love. If they're using it as a hospital and they're using it as a school and they're feeding people, you're doing everything Christ
1: did. Exactly right. But you need a
2: building in the community you're in. But you need a building to do that. So you brought up, you you, you can talk about your trip in a minute, but we were blessed to be a part of, uh, uh, with a bunch of other people, your nine churches that you and Marie had uh, built in your In your name through ICM all over what in Thailand? Northwest Thailand. Northwest Thailand, and so the I just remember how, you know, they would send us a page to this incredible bound book, beautiful four color piece. And once the church was built, you just saw it started being built. There's maybe a dozen people, right? And then after the period of months, there's 148 people as members. Like that, it it just is amazing what a building and the community being a part of the build, mm-hmm. how, how that affects their community. You're
1: exactly right, community. David. And that, that yeah. this goes to a deeper issue, Yeah. and that is the importance of a church. Mm-hmm. And when I, I say that, I mean local church, okay? And th- this is a big, big problem in, in uh, Christianity today. We see yeah. this in Western Europe, in France, in England, in Spain, in Germany, where Christians, people who identify as Christians, don't belong to a church. No. What I mean by church is a, is a committed community of Christians that come together on a regular basis under pastoral care, right. a pastor, right. uh, for the sake of worship, prayer, discipleship, sharing the Lord's Supper, baptism, and then to learn and then to go out and to share that with the wider community. And, and it is so powerful. It's the only thing besides family that Jesus left us a plan to do, to reach the world with yes us. And these people... ICM, there's others, there's other good organizations out there, but ICM is cutting edge Mm -hmm. by doing this very thing around the world, and as you say, David, it's just not Christians coming together for the sake of worship and prayer and, you know, being in-house, so to speak, but from that, all of a sudden, this village or town realized, oh, there's a group of Christians over there, there's their building, they're having a a singing tonight, or they're they're having a clinic to tell us about hygiene or how to avoid diseases and that, or... (laughs) Uh, helping alcoholics, so it, it's so much more. And all of a sudden, that little community or that village has a living presence. Jesus says, "Where two or three are gathered together, I'm in your midst." But we all have to redefine and 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 understand again what is the church and why is it so important. And um, here's what they here's what ICM says. They have great uh, website, really easy to yeah. navigate. Uh-huh. It's simply called. Uh, www.icm.org that's i c as in as in charlie m as in michael icm.org and you go there and they go why church well uh, through the local churches people learn the truth of god's word the bible Mm -hmm. and how to apply it to their lives the church testifies to god's presence and provision in the community new christians are molded into strong disciples of faith when they demonstrate their zeal through church planting so that's the key. A church should not be inward only, just like right. bless us and nobody else. You know, it's, it's coming together and then saying, hey, let's reproduce, let's, let's have another church. And especially look at the distant fields that simply don't have what we have in America. I, I
2: think one of the big things, to your point, is a church provides social, social support. Generally, church people look out for each other they're usually friendly. Um, the attendees have a larger social network and more affection for each other. And here's the other thing, That's John. good, David. I here's like the, those Yeah, things. here's the other thing. You don't have skeletons in your closet from your blood family. I mean, when you have your Christian brothers and sisters, it's just different. Oh, yeah. It's cleaner. It, the relationship doesn't have any you know, issues from your childhood. It's just all clean, and you're focused on the main thing. Um, which and is Christ, yes. Being
1: raised up. And yeah. Then just come yes. with other believers and to sing. Or, um, you know, at mm-hmm. Christmas time, you're singing hymns and, you know, sharing gifts, and you, you say, hey, let's help the local hunger center, or let's do this, or let's send a missionary. Yeah. It's just a, it's a people don't realize the value of the church. That's why I constantly yeah. tell my friends, uh, people I know uh, who are Christians but don't belong to a church. Don't lie. I don't. That's disobedience. Now that, that straight up, that's rebellion. That's disobedience. There's no. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Yeah. And one of his commandments is the church. It says, do not forsake the assembling yourselves right. together. Right. Uh, so it's yeah. a very, very important point.
2: And you know, I have some facts here about churches, but you know, people who go to church are healthier overall. Yeah. Studies have shown a reduction in mortality by as much as twenty-five percent who attend church once a week. The power of prayer for healing is real and people in the church often pray for each other. Uh, this is in 3 John 1-2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. It, there's also, um, uh, let's see, it strengthens marriages. Gosh, how many marriages have we seen that are in trouble today? Yeah you know, couples who attend church together are less likely to divorce and report higher rates of marital happiness. Uh, This was a study done by the University of Virginia uh, by Dr. Wilcox. Um, You know, and Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Right. And that's what the church is in your marriage or in your family. It gives you that extra cord the Holy Spirit and Jesus too are, are that third chord, but that's where you go on a regular basis
1: to get that strength. Exactly right. Right. You and, need it. And I, you get in the Word of God and you know, when you mm-hmm. contribute to the church, you know, a collection, it's mm-hmm. going to help support the church, it's feed the hungry, it's to send the word of God to the ends of the earth. And so there's all of these benefits. Here's what yeah. one pastor this is in uh, Uganda says this, you can't imagine the joy, the gladness that comes with building churches and communities that will never be able to do it. Every church building is a miracle to the people. Amen. And what they do, David, how it works, ICM, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. They look for uh, a veteran, it could be a missionary or church leader, let's say in Uganda, that this man is a pastor and he's got a good reputation in the wider community. He can be trusted. Yeah so uh he notifies icm because he there's two or three of these little congregations are coming together and they want to be a church they don't have a church building he contacts icm icm contacts him to go see these pastors and to kind of vet them and and check them out so to speak are they reliable are they truly christian put in the application and then if it's approved then the funding starts to come in to start building the structure Mm -hmm. now the people have to get the land right uh, that, that's that's their commitment mm-hmm. and they also do a lot of sweat equity that's to say they'll dig the ground up they'll smooth it out they'll put in the pillars you know the footers and then in comes the roof and the walls and the electrical and that but it's a great way to cooperate with the body of christ around the world yes and it's trusted i mean just some of the things i was looking at in terms of uh, yeah there when you donate to this group uh it's it's the evangelical, um, uh accountability fellowship they're approved by the, these are all like good housekeeping yeah uh, for nonprofits and churches they got all these high ratings uh that they receive uh, from these auditing that come in and they check out funding and that so there's nothing funny going on yeah. there's nothing right corrupt right their their rating is super high i yeah. see them in this area
2: that's that's extremely important so you know who you're giving to and how the money's being used you know the one the one I think the primary thing for a church, which I've, I'm reminded of, uh, you know, since since I was a Christian, what about 14 years now with you, John, is our identity in Christ. Um, uh, one Corinthians 12:27 says, "Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it." Right. That's what you get, and and you can feel being centered on Christ when you're in a church with fellow believers. They're all there for the same reason, and it's a good reason. It's good news to be a part of. And, you know, regardless of what's going on with your families when you, when you enter the building, you don't have any of that really when you come in. You know, it's, it's all about what, you know, we're there to praise. We're there to, to realize how blessed we are to be centered on Christ. And he really does give us strength regardless of, of what we're doing. Um, but it, it's just, it's a different kind of feeling now walking as a Christian than when I was walking differently. Uh, you know, I, I did believe in God, but I, I was more focused on what do I need to accomplish in the secular world, and that was number one on my list. Now with Christ being centered, everything else falls mm. just just in line.
1: You're, right. You're it,
2: there, right. There's there's a better order. It It, it just it's really hard to explain well it's right alignment yeah that's why there it is you pray
1: our father who art in heaven hell be Be thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as well how is his will being done on earth Mm -hmm. well one of the ways is is not is is establishing churches and then being part of a church and it it, that's why men can be part of men's groups women belong to women's bible study group teenagers go to the youth group short-term mission yes and it's just you just go through the year with people, and they pray one for another, like you say, David. And you see lives transformed. That's this is this is one thing the ICM will tell you, and, yeah. I've, and I've been to their meetings and their conferences. Mm-hmm. Lives are transformed, Amen. and they go into there. places where there's serious drug problems in India, where there's serious demonic oppression. This is real mm-hmm. stuff, right? Uh, drugs broken marriages, domestic abuse. And when a church comes in and people get saved, they come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit, guided by the Word of God, things change. Yes, Community will change.
2: Well, you know, one of the things I think you're alluding to, too, is people who go to church suffer less depression. Yeah, Think about all the depression that's been going on, even since the lockdown. 22% lower depression among people who attend church at least once a month, and you know again, look at Scripture, uh, Philippians four seven, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ.
1: Yeah, the benefits uh, so far outweigh excuses, yeah. not to belong.
2: And then you have the deeper meaning to life. What else? I mean, <laughs> you get I mean, the, really, the treasure box is opened. Um. You know,
1: you, it's, it's unbelievable, David.
2: Uh, you know, John, um, I, I got to tell you, um, I've heard uh, some people that, you know, I went to school with and, and whatnot, and, you know, they're they're going to these Roman Catholic churches and whatnot, but they're they're just not feeling, um, you know, a part of it. And I think what you have to do, and, you know, I go back to uh, Rosser's comment, you know, uh, God can't move a parked car. Before I, I did the same thing My, uh, a lot of my family did, which was just sit there for the hour and then I left. And then uh, one day, I, you know, about the time you and I met, um, I, I'm not kidding you, I heard a voice say, Dave, it's time to start moving. You need to be more involved in, in your church. And that was a game changer. You and I started meeting regularly. Uh, I did some stuff with the men's group, and it's so fulfilling. I mean, you actually look forward to that stuff a lot more than you do some other things you yeah, got to deal right, with in life. Right. And if you feel that way, then you know the Holy Spirit's with you, you're moving, you're doing good works, but you're doing the work Christ asked you to do, which is go out and create disciples in my name. That's it. That, that, that was what he said when he, he left earth. That was his closing
1: remarks, right? And how do you make a disciple? It's like yeah. It's like... How do you raise a child? Well, you raise a child in a family. Right. You you can't just... A child is born and you leave him on a doorstep or somewhere. He needs nurture. He needs food. Yeah. He needs protection. Well, it's the same thing with a Christian. They come to accept Christ. They need family. Yeah. They need fellowship. They need to hear the Scripture and understand Scripture. They need opportunities. Mm -hmm. And all of that is provided, like you say, like a treasure box. And that's why... I can't, you know, it boggles my mind now why people, because I've been involved with church planning, you know, through missions mm-hmm. through, for 40 years, why Christians won't belong to a church? Maybe somebody's listening today, and like you say, David, you're quoting scientific data, yeah, which I've, says levels of anxiety, depression, loneliness, all of these things. I'm not saying it's a cure-all for everything, no, no, I, but man, if you go into it, yeah, and you know how you see answers to prayer when you get other people to pray with right. you, your children are being raised with yeah. the word of God you're outreaching and it's just Mm -hmm. you feel joyful you know even (laughs) unbelievers like to come to church at christmas time why because of the music (laughs) and and it's
2: all positive you know you can go to a family function (laughs) and there's going to be a bunch of politics going on there but uh this is different and um you know you do have to find the right church for your family but it, it is so important that you try and you know, it's not just about reading the Word, especially if you're a new believer, and this was the advice you gave me too, John, but, you know, you need to be around fellow believers, you need to get into Bible studies, because once you open the Word, you need that kind of mentorship, especially, you know, early on, so you know you're interpreting it the right way, and you have people that can help you through that. It is so important.
1: So that's coming full circle. That's what ICM is providing. Right, they are. Things we've always enjoyed here. Was the church? Here's mm-hmm. here's um, here's what some. Uh, this is one of the phrases in ICM in their site. It says in some places a church building is the only way for Christians to worship legally and safely. Hmm. There's few seminaries exist to train new pastors, and because sixty percent of the world's people learn by speaking or orally, new Christians need easy to understand Bible study tools in an audio format. In other words, through you know Zoom or through tape or through social media. Once churches are equipped with the resources they need, they're empowered for church planning mm-hmm. in unreached areas. And this yes. is so important that yes. ICM does is they provide electronic <clears throat> devices, little um, um, thumb mm-hmm. drives, yeah. uh, uh, links to Bible study groups, Zoom, and they can get these people that live in the, in the farms or in urban areas that are impoverished that can't go to Bible school. Pastors can't go to a seminary, but they can continually daily get these Bible lessons and commentaries that explain the Bible that help Mm -hmm. them understand and then they can preach and teach it yeah and ICM Mm -hmm. I you know as well as me Dave they they have some sophisticated technology to get the Word of God around the world they're using
2: satellites they have their own hotspots They're they've given out hundreds of thousands of these thumb drives with the Bible on it in 65 different languages it's unbelievable where they're going and how they've been able to use this tech. Um, and, and really what they're promoting is, you know, I, I don't know, John, it seems like, uh, the people outside the Western world, when you see the explosion of Christianity in Africa and now these tribal communities that are picking up these churches and they just, they are all in, yeah. they, this is their priority. Unlike us in the Western society, where it's just a small portion of our time mm-hmm. in our life, and they are all in, and you can just see the difference in their families, their happiness. You know, you just brought back a painting of, of this African tribe dancing, and and that's what you see yeah, right. when they open the church. That's how happy they are. Yeah, and and they're living in poverty. <laughs> so you know, it's almost like. <laughs> it it just connect the dots you know it you know i think the one thing in western world which makes it really hard for all of us is the fact that we have so much technology and it's hard for us to think life isn't about us and there is so much more we're part of a bigger story and the storyteller is god uh and and that's when you can start to think about the deeper meaning in life um And how important it is. But we also have to fear God, John, we're not going to get away from our devices. Yeah. Because, you know, we're we're sending, now we're building colonies on Mars. We're trying to accomplish that. And you get full of yourself, like, you know, who needs God? Look what we're able to do. But remember, we're created in the image of God. Right. And we are creators. We're inventors. Um, We have great vision because we were created in his image. But I think the Westerners don't fear
1: God the way they do overseas. You're stage. probably right. The, the and, Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. And so if there's no fear of God, then yeah. any behavior is somewhat accepted. Yeah. You do you yeah, or do your own thing or yeah. follow your heart or right. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And not to have God, an understanding of God and why we should obey him. Yes. Uh, not out of fear, but out mm-hmm. of love. But if you don't have that, then uh, there's in these other countries... Mm-hmm. Often, one reason they have it, once they understand the gospel, is they have a fear of evil spirits. See, they know there's a supernatural, and once they come to Christ, Jesus says, you shall know the truth, the truth shall set you free. And all of a sudden, they're set free. And these are real stories. I've heard them, seen them. And when they come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, there's a freedom from the demonic. And the people in America don't understand. It's yeah. more subtle here. Yeah. But the enemy still, it says in Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four, the enemy. Well, it says if if the gospel be hid, is hid to them whom the god of this age has blinded. He keeps you busy. He keeps you distracted. He keeps you involved with all this other crazy stuff, so you can't see the real purpose of life, and have the light of the gospel penetrate your heart and mind, and you change. You go whoa. It's like you waking up, am I right? It's like yes. you've been sleeping. Yeah. I came to Christ at age 27. It's like I was sleepwalking or something. And then all of a sudden, when I my eyes were open, somebody shared the gospel and I received Christ. Maybe somebody's listening now, don't know what that means, but it says in John chapter 1, verse 12 through 14, to as many as received him, to them he gave the privilege to become a child of God. If you'll simply turn your life, repent, get a, be willing to turn your back on your old ways, and receive Christ into your heart and then get with a good church yeah. where you can grow, uh, your life will change. Sky's the limit. Your life mm-hmm. will For change. For how your
2: life will change, your family's life. You know, uh, I just feel very blessed that, you know, both of my kids are about the same age. Um, but uh, I was blessed that at least half of their life <laughs> I was a Christian. I mean, the first half, I made so many mistakes, you know, uh, just how, how, how I was, you know, because I, you know, I was just, yeah, I made a lot of mistakes. So at least they got the blessing of of the other half oh, yeah. of their life. And yeah. thank God they did. You know, they're both followers of Christ. I never was at that age. And um, and I can just see how it's changed their lives uh, and all the good people around them now. You know, and, and, and I guess that's that's the secret mm-hmm. is, you know, we have a secret and we're trying to share it. <laughs>
1: And but it's free. I know.
2: <laughs> it's free. But it's amazing what the Holy Spirit does, who he brings around you to help you with your walk. It's almost like he puts people with armor around you. Like you, some days you're in a tank and you're seeing just all this stuff hit your tank, but you're fine. And you see other people, they are down on their ground, their yeah. faces in the dirt, because they they were relying on alcohol, they were relying on drugs, they were relying on whatever pornography whatever it is um to get him by and and that's what the enemy does is there's a point where you're like you have no more to give that's right and then you just give up and you just you keep doing it until you're you're dead yeah yeah and you know because it's so easy to to be drinking whiskey and not think about a lot of stuff but monday comes and then what
1: yeah not yeah. only monday comes but one yeah. day is last day right and yeah. what gives you better hope right. than to believe in somebody who's called the resurrection of life? Mm-hmm. His tomb is empty. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, "Because I live, you shall also live." Yeah. He 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 takes care of life's biggest mystery and he biggest does. fear. Yeah. You don't know him. Yeah. But you you know this is the thing. You know, like, talking about some of the benefits of church. This is some of the things. Yeah. When ICM goes into these different countries in India and Africa, down in Brazil, it's not just Bible studies. They use these build. They use it for food distribution medical clinics, education, particularly literacy, Uh an emergency shelter. If there's a hurricane or a flood, they can gather together in his church. Child's daycare, children can come there during the week. Mm -hmm. Orphan care, vocational training, men can learn, welding or carpentry, women can learn sewing, addiction recovery. So if the person's an alcoholic or on drugs and he comes to Christ, he can get the support he needs there. Mm -hmm and rescue people from trafficking yes you, know, you can run there and especially if you're a young boy or girl you know get out of that 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 snare so there's so many benefits that these these church buildings provide once the community is, is brought together into that one roof. so yeah this is uh some of the things they do and um <clears throat> the impact is phenomenal you know oh, like they yeah. say this is from uh, this my this is a pastor from burkina faso once local pastors are equipped and trained with the right tools, they will reach out to our entire nation. So all they want is the tools. They want training. They're not saying, yeah, come over here mm-hmm. and then help get me to America or something like that. They're just saying, give us the tools, help us get going, the church, and then we're going to plan another church. We're going to increase our Bible studies, and we're going to reach our nation. D- don't they ask that they plan a couple more churches right. over like right. a five-year period yeah, or something? Yeah, exactly right. So that the, uh, on their own, or do on they their own. Get... Well, now, if, if it's growing to a certain number, then ICM will come in and help financially, okay? okay. Because by that time, yeah. the original church has now established credibility. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's how it works. The multiplication thing, David, it's like business like, it's, mm. it's like a franchising almost. That's what I like about this model. It's it was founded by business people, yeah, and the, you know, <laughs> they do things. Sometimes they, they can do things better than us inside the church or our ministers, right? Because they understand the world and how to move product and how to get your best mm-hmm. people in the best place and how to use money properly. And why I'm so excited about ICM is it works. You know, I've seen it, I've been there, I've been in the churches they built up in the mountains, you know, right on the Thai Myanmar border. I met pastors, local pastors. I met the director. I'm, I've talked with the director. I see. Uh, how big were the churches? churches are big. How Good. many
2: can you fit 200? in there? Two hundred. Okay, and Jan, that was built for ten to twelve thousand. Yeah, right. It's un- and I saw the buildings there. Nice. They're nice, they're and nice they're buildings. They're nice. Creative, and yeah. they have all. And they fit right into whatever the community looks like.
1: That's the key, David. because yeah. Early I, on, missionaries would go to parts of the world. Of course, they were coming from New England. You know, missionaries. But the only thing they knew is to build a church like you saw in uh-huh. a, a Christmas card yeah. in New England, you know, with the steeple. Well, that's not how they might have it in Asia. It might be a mm-hmm. sloped roof or in Africa it might be different than what might be in Indonesia. So you let the people design the church like they want it. Right. And that's why they have to work and, like I said, put in what they call sweat equity, dig the ground, put in the floors, <clears footers, throat> put in. So they, they it's, it's not an American church. Oh, the American gave us money and we got this church. No. It's our church but believers in America or England help fund this for us and now we're grateful to fund a local church down the road with we see, right. you know so the model is really good. Oh yeah. And it's working. It's not like Oh,
2: is it ever working? Uh, yeah. You talk about building their brand and distributing <laughs> God's word. Man, they they are, they are a machine. They're a machine. Um, you know, the I, I like crosswalk.com. They that, some of the references I was making was from one of their uh, articles, and there's a couple more about the benefit of a church. Um, church promotes accountability and routine, uh, which I think is, is really important. Um, you know, and they extend be, beyond the Sunday into the week, managing time, achieving your goals. You're encouraged to be in the Bible and reinforced by regular church attendance. But our kids benefit, too, because there's a reliable routine. There's groups for the children. Here's the one thing about a church, and, and we got to remember this. This is in Ephesians 5, 15 to 16. Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Yeah. And so, you know, honestly... Um, I think the church is a is a level check. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it keeps you grounded. Um, you know, could you imagine if you were just in your house doing your weekly thing and you weren't going with other fellow believers weekly, yeah. Uh together to see each other, to talk and to stay focused on the main thing, which is God in Jesus, followers of Christ. That should be our main thing. Um <clears throat> and also following uh, you know the Bible and the Ten Commandments um, I think I think you know one of the other things you see because of all the prayer and this was what Jesus was all about was forgiveness it helps us to forgive when you're praying with other people you know and even before you take communion you're supposed to right. say this prayer that you know if you have any bad feelings about people because you're taking the body of Christ and the blood of Christ that's what we believe um, but I, I think that's the other thing, John, is, um, is it helps you stay at equilibrium when you're around fellow believers. If you're in your own house with your own family and you're just doing your social stuff and your work stuff, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it too many times. i lived it half of the kid's life, and it's, it's problematic.
1: Well, the Bible says clearly it's not good for man to be alone yeah it says that way back in genesis mm-hmm. and especially true of a christian mm-hmm. it's not meant that you're alone you should not be alone We're, we believe you belong in a family and that family is the family of god yes and that family meets in mm-hmm. the church yeah and the church has power uh a lot of power you don't have as an individual uh, it says, here's what ICM is doing. It says here, we haven't done this just once. We've done it over 10,000 times. We're working with more than 250 ministries in 100 countries <clears throat> aiding their effort to advance God's kingdom around the world. See, they work with other ministries. And so that's why I'm getting them connected, God willing, with WECA, uh, the, the mission organization I'm part of. I want them to know what ICM mm-hmm. is doing and, and collaborate cooperate together. Because You know time is short you know i mean i don't know you know what the future holds but there's great opportunities here great opportunities here and again a lot of the people that are part of it and it was started by business people who have a real understanding of how to be effectively reach people in different parts of the world yes
2: yeah and and you saw you know the ease with how they're able to do it but um it's really because God is blessing the building and it's blessing the work. You know, John, I watched I watched videos of the churches yeah, yeah. that were being built for you and Marie, and they basically had these people lined up when they were when they were pouring the concrete. They were doing it bucket
1: oh, like by bucket. Yeah, right.
2: It, it was kind of like the old days when they didn't have the powerful fire trucks. You know, that they would pull up and they would just throw buckets of water into the fire. These people formed a human chain link, and they were moving buckets of concrete. It's incredible. I couldn't believe it. And, and, and I thought, wow, that's how... And then that's the commitment to the community they're going to have for the building. They love the building yeah. because it was made with their labor, but as a team.
1: yeah. So, so
2: it's more than just a building.
1: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. much more than just a right. building. It's, now it's a place. It is a where place. Where they gather together... And they own it, but they also know brothers and sisters in Christ mm-hmm. around the other side of the globe were so concerned with them that they prayed and they sent practical help. They sent finances, they sent personnel yeah. to help with building this building. And a building can last a long time, and marriages will be taking place there, and children's mm-hmm. education, and Christmas Eve services, and funerals. And it's going to be a place in the wider community yeah. that people will say something's going on over there. You know, and It's the hub. It's, it's the it's center cute.
2: hub, uh, just like in the spokes on your wheel.
1: It really drives everything. Don't else. have to, don't have to reinvent anything. Yeah, you know, it's it's transformational, and uh, yep, you can go again if you go to their uh, website, icm.org, icm.org, and they it's really a nice site, easy to maneuver, and they talk mm-hmm. about their strategy, their goal. They also uh, put here their mission statements. As an international Christian organization, our strategy is to reach the world for Christ effectively. Equipping local churches with tools they need to grow allows entire nations to be blanketed with healthy churches. This is the thing. They want to reach nations. Also, when local churches invest their own effort and resources into each project, the result is a sense of ownership, long-term sustainability, and a greater impact for every dollar Mm -hmm. you give. So what you want is them to see it... Oh, yeah, the foreigners built this for us. No, this is our church. God blessed us with this church. Now, people across the other side of the yeah. globe may have helped us, right. but it's our church. And then we're going to replicate another church in another village that needs one. So you got that kind of built in. Yes. And boy, you know, it's uh, the reason I'm so excited about it is because I see the value of the church. I, that's one thing I knew early on when I got mm-hmm. saved at age 27, David, is like, you've got to belong to a church. And I see so many of my Christian friends, they don't. And I, I don't know why, you know, reasons, they don't. But I says, you can't do that. Because if you study the Bible in First Corinthians 5, when they had to take discipline and put a guy out of the congregation, Paul says, put him out. He's causing sin. And he says, let him be exposed to Satan. In other words, put him out from under the protective power yeah. of the, the, the mm-hmm. body of Christ there. And you're wide open. You know, if you're a Christian and you're out there without being protected in a yeah. community, in a, in a church, you're wide open. And uh... You know, it's funny you say that because
2: I was thinking about, you know, when we were talking about the armor of God, we don't have time to touch it on the show, but we were referring to Roman soldiers' uh, shields and their uniforms. And when you're in a church, you kind of, you have the blessing, uh, I, I guess it's akin to the, they call it the testudo formation, that the Romans would have. The men would align their shields to form a pack formation covered with shields on the front and top. The first row of men would exclude the men of, on the flanks and they would hold their shields above the height of their eyes. Anyway, it was completely covered. They were protected. If you have your armor and you're off on your own, you're a dead man or a woman. Yeah, right. And so that's the benefit of the church. They kinda give you that testudo formation right. with fellow believers.
1: Well, we call a pastor comes from yeah. the word shepherd, yep. right? When mm-hmm. we teach church leaders overseas, we, yep. we say, and we're raising up pastors, you must do three things. Yep. Lead, feed, and protect. Mm-hmm. Lead, just like a, a shepherd, right? right? Lead, yeah. it, protect the flock. Well, if you have sheep that are just straying away, uh-huh. and they're going down into the valley, and they're going into the wolf's den, and they're going down by the river, they're going to be in danger. But if you stay close to the shepherd with all the other sheep, You've got to be protected, you know. You're going to be protected, but so many people are straying, and they don't yes. realize uh, they need the church. The church needs them. You know, everybody Amen. has a gifting, and and yeah. um, I mean, one of the ways we close the program, starting out with uh, this amazing global church planning um, organization, is to end with people listening, even to this show today. Mm-hmm. That um, a, if you're part of a church, be part of a church. Just don't yes. go to church. You know, when I grew up, many times I went to church because I had to go to church. You know what I'm saying, David? Yeah. It's like an me obligation. Too. Yeah. Now I go to church because I want to go to church. That's a big thing. If you go to church, be part of the church. Where can you serve? What can you be part of? One of the things the church does it helps identify your gifts. This person is good in administration, this person can teach, this person is good for hospitality, this person might be yeah. good with children and teeth. So you can identify your your particular gifting. And, of course, the other thing is everybody knows that teamwork makes the dream work. Your collective power has a lot of synergy.
2: Yeah, and, you know, for the families listening, if there's mothers listening or dads on the show, you know, there was a report done in Pew Research study in 2016 that 53% of U.S. Christian women attend church, while only 46% of men do the same. Interesting. The the men are the leaders of the house. And, you know, we are taught to, I call it PLP, provide, lead, and protect. Right. And lead also means bringing the spiritual word to your family. And, you know, we're underneath Christ's authority. We have to go.
1: Yeah.
2: We have to lead. We don't want the women leading the family to church. That's part of the problem
1: it's a, a, big a big problem problem in america today yes. is the absent father yes he, he might not be in the home at all right he might be in the home but he's emotionally remote right or he's not being the spiritual head of the home right this is a major major yeah. problem we'll do a whole show on that right. there's a very good book out um uh, faith of our fathers but the non-faith uh-huh. of our fathers there's uh-huh. a book out it talks about that because this is how People drift away and they get in all kinds of trouble because the father wasn't present. Yes. To be that male, that lead figure, especially spiritually, as well as you say, protect and provide. Yeah. And so we're going to pick up on that. But we're just closing, once yep. again, uh, remember that ICM.org. Go check this out. It's an amazing organization. Yes, it is. I think you're going to hear a lot about this organization mm-hmm. in the days to come. You go to their site, you'll see their doctrinal statement, their mission statement, pictures from around the world. And I just can't say enough about it. You know, We've been blessed to have uh, David Burns and his wife, Laura, come mm-hmm. up here. They're yes. the representatives uh, mm-hmm. to tell us more about this. And I hope that we'll be telling you about meetings we're going to be having in the new year, God willing.
2: Uh, can, uh, do you want to give out Dave's in, or email or anything? Uh, well, the... I think I think
1: they should go to icm.org. Okay, org, fine. And that would be a great starting sure. point.
2: Okay, any
1: closing thoughts, David?
2: No, just I'm glad you had a great trip. Uh, I'm, I feel blessed that that we've been a part of the ICM you know, movement and right. we're able to learn about them and we're able to promote them now. Um, I just feel very blessed that the show is here and that we're
1: able to to push it out like this. Nice, nice. Yeah. So once again, thank you for tuning in to WNCN yes, Radio. Yes, thank you. 89.1 FM. Have a great week. And if you are a Christian, go to church. If you're not a Christian, go to church. And <laughs> you're going to hear the Bible <laughs> preached and taught, and it can only do you good. Amen. God bless all of you. God Never. bless you. Great week. Take care. Bye-bye.